Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Crystal here. How are you? So I've got a hot sale for you if you haven't already heard. Right now we have our brand new cognition class on sale for only $24.99, which will include a 30-minute audio that is jam-packed with information on how your super sense is here to guide you and align you to your authority, as well as integration tools and a bonus meditation at the end with a bunch of other information packed in between. This also includes a 20-page workbook and guidebook that accompanies your audio. I mean, this is a deal that I wish I would have had before finding um, the information that I received from Ra Uruhu. And again, this is all foundational information from Ra Uruhu that is translated into a more digestible way as if I was speaking to my children and explaining to them their super sense. And we also have right now our determination class also on sale for only $15.99. I mean, these are very affordable prices, and this includes a 20-minute audio that also has a 14-page workbook and guidebook to help accompany you to understanding your unique eating style. If you would like more information on what these classes entail, you can go to our website at humandesignastro.com and either grab your copy right now before the sale ends. The sale will end on December 25th, just so you're aware that you only have a little bit of time left. So for my emotionals, ride that wave out for a little bit longer if you need to. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to email or DM Leah and I. You can find the link to our website in the show notes below. Have a wonderful rest of your day and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club. If you are not already a member of our club, please click that little greenhouse up there at the top and become a member. We do um, weekly um, update transit rooms on Mondays at the same time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then we try to have Tuesdays be something open. Um, Sometimes education, sometimes they're private education um, paid rooms. And for today, we're doing a free education room on the centers, which I feel like is really hard to get all of this information about. Um, so it's it's really nice to have this room for today. So we're going to be going through that in a moment. Before we do, let's do a little bit of introductions on what human design is, if you, if you don't already know, as well as who we are. So first, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about what human design is. So human design is a unique system that derives from a combination of a bunch of other systems, such as the I Ching, astrology, the Kabbalah tree of life, 
quantum physics and it it kind of um puts together this new way of us being able to understand ourselves at the fullest capacity because what it really shows us is our unconscious which is really hard to see in a lot of other um aspects of different modalities and i like to say that astrology is the story that's being played out and that human design is the actor that's playing out that story it really shows you exactly who you are and who you came here to be because it really is the moment that you took your first breath and human design i look at it as almost the road map to our soul's journey to meet our purpose um we don't actually know what our our purpose is. We can see it. But the beauty is that in human design, we can really see it within our chart. But to see it actually unfold in our um, materialized existence, that's going to take a lot of transformation and a lot of deconditioning and a lot of removing um, what the mind is trying to tell you to do and really get back into the body. And we're going to learn about the centers tonight. And you're going to see where your authority sits and where um, what center is really guiding you is really that guiding post, that voice that's inside of you, that internal guidance system that's really taking you back to who you really are. And um, uh, what else do I want to say? I guess I'll do an introduction on myself. Um, my name is Crystal, and I'm a human design reader and also an intuitive. I also read the Akashic Records. Um, we do have our new moon and full moon rooms that we do. Um, where I open the records live and they're usually very beautiful messages. We also have a podcast in which we share all of these um, free rooms being the new moon, full moon room, our energy updates, and then rooms like this that we're doing tonight. This will be on the podcast tomorrow. If you are in the middle of doing things and you miss something, you'll be able to catch this information on the podcast tomorrow. I have been in what we call in human design my experiment because this is not a religion. This is not like follow this by the book. It's really about experiencing life and understanding your mechanics and the energy that moves through you. And for me, I've been in my experiment for about four years now. And I have been a student. I like to say a student for the last four years. And I have been reading human design charts and also teaching people and guiding people through this human design information for about a little over a year now. Um, I worked at the, and also was a student of the Kabbalah Center, which is what brought me to human design because the Kabbalah Tree of Life is actually um, a huge part of your body graph. And I saw it as truth. And that is really what I bumped into to actually take me on my journey for myself back to who I am. And it's the gift that I like to share with everybody else. So I am a 1-3 pure sacral generator, vessel of love, a rising Capricorn, Sagittarius sun, and an Aries moon. And I'll pass it over to you, Leah. Thank you. Um, my name is Leah. I am a, also a human design reader, and I also read the tarot, and I love pairing them together uh, for our full and new moon rooms. I do, I pull tarot and oracle cards for the collective, um, and that's something that I offer as a business thing on the side individually, um, but I am working on a little side project for our subscription service through our website that is going to be pairing the tarot with human design and where that fits into our charts. So that's been really fun to learn about. Um, and 
And what else? I've been in my human design. I was trying to figure this out because I feel like I've known about human design a lot longer than I think I have. And I think it's something like about two years or so, maybe a little bit less um, that I've been actually known, actually have known about human design and started implementing it over a year ago um, and then started doing readings earlier this year in 2021. So it's been kind of fun to see how my personal growth journey has come to human design and how I've learned all of the different aspects of personal growth um, and how human design is really the thing that kind of breaks the box and like allows you to kind of be free and be yourself and tap into your, your own being without having to kind of figure out anything um, extensively. And there's just so much to human design that makes so much more sense when you start to learn about the little parts of it. And I think that's like the most interesting part about it. Um, so let's see, I think that's all. And my stats are, I'm a two four splenic projector. I'm a Aquarius sun, a Taurus moon and a labor rising. And that's it. Awesome. So before we get started, um, just a couple things. If you don't already know, we do have a free guide that line authority through some tips and tricks. So if you are interested in that free guide, especially as we go through the centers and you and you um, realize which center is actually your authority, part of your authority, you might be able to um, use this 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 guide to help you really tap into your your unique inner guidance system. So if you're interested in that, you can go ahead and DM Leah the word free and she'll send you over um, a link to our to the free guide. And then we also have, as you're, we're going through the centers, um, we have a lot of this deep information that we're going to talk about tonight with, with more detail in our manual to your true self. So if you're really wondering how to read your human design chart, the language behind human design, all of the key terms and aspects, uh, we did develop a manual for this. So if, as we're going through this, if you're interested in that manual, Leah will be, be happy to send it to you. You can DM her the word manual and she'll send that over to you as well. And if you miss any information tonight, we will have it up on our podcast. So if you would like a link to our podcast, you can go ahead and DM Leah the word podcast and she'll send you over that link as well. So how this is going to work is we are going to go through all, all of the nine centers tonight between Leah and I, and then we're going to invite you at the end if you would like to come up on stage and ask any questions on the centers, we will be more than happy to answer them for you. So stay so that you can um, ask some questions at the end. So, and just so you know, Leah, your mic's off. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> just wanted to let you know because I we hear a lot of typing. Oh, you could. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you because I feel like you didn't know. That I it didn't. Was off. No, my mic was off. I'm glad I wasn't saying anything. It's just typing. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. Sorry to distract you. I know you needed the quiet. I, it said mute yeah. on my end. That's so funny. It's okay. It's okay. It would have distracted me more to stop talking because then my open throat would have forgotten what I was saying. So I was just like stopping. Like, what attention. is she typing over there? <laughs> you were really into whatever was going on. So um, good okay, to know. Keep going. Let me know <laughs> if it does turn off and I will try and fix it. Okay. All right, so we're going to talk about the centers. So let's talk about what 
what are the centers in human design? And I invite you that if you don't already have your human design body graph pulled up to go to um, mybodygraph.com and you'll be able to pull up your human design chart. Um, it's very important that you do know your exact birth time. It does, it can affect your circuitry. It can affect your profile. It could even affect your type. It really depends on the planet planet placements from the time that you were born will depict on what changes throughout the day. So let's talk about where the centers are. So if you're looking at your body graph right now, you'll notice all these boxes and these triangles, and they're either going to be colored in, meaning they have browns or reds or yellows in them, or they're going to be white. Um, and if they're white, this is really a place for you to gain a lot of wisdom. This could be pain points for you, and this can also be triggers. And we're going to talk about what that looks like for you um, throughout this time. So let's talk about what the centers are. So they are connected to the chakra system. There are nine centers of the body graph that transmute or transform energy throughout the body. And like I said, this is connected to the chakra system. And each center has an archetypal energy that is expressed differently, whether it is open, undefined, or if it is defined in your chart, it's going to be different. So through the cosmos, the, this energy is really transmitted and translated into a chemical language within our body, which is developed into the, our circuitry or our mechanics that we refer to in human design. And so in other words, our body is the wisest part of our being. I think we have, we all have that clear. And especially if you're here listening to this, um, you understand that it's really about tapping into your, your physical body. It's, it really understands, um, what is going on. It is really part of our, um, our, it's what carries our soul. Um, so just keep all of that in mind as we go through this. So this is really guiding us towards what is correct for, our, for ourselves as individuals, because you really get to see the way these frequencies are actually moving through your body. That is what these centers help you to do. So now if you have white within your chart, and I'll give an example right now. So if you're looking at your chart and you're, let, let's start at the bottom and you see um, a white box at the very bottom of your chart and there's no lines coming through it, no red or black lines coming through it, that's going to be an open center and an open root center. And that is where we are going to start today is with the root. So if you're looking at that and you see nothing and that this could go for any center in your chart, if it, it's just completely white and has no lines running through it, that means that, it, that it's an open center. And when a center is open, it is, it is really um, describing this energy as almost a mirror to the, the outside world of what this archetypal energy is, is really um, transmitting. And I'll give an example. I have a completely open solar plexus, completely open. I have no gates coming from it. And um, when I was before finding human design, I used to tell people, 
that I don't know what it is about me because I, I would just speak human design, but I would have no idea what I was talking about because I didn't have a language behind it. And that's the beauty of human design is it really gives you the language behind what like what we are actually doing in our behavior patterns. And I would tell people that I don't know why, but I just feel like I take on other people's energy. Like I just it just I feel I feel people's feelings really deeply and that is because I am a mirror to emotions to the highs and the lows of the waves of life and I am really here to grow wise any place that is completely open to you open for you you are that those are supposed to be your biggest wisdom centers and also they can be your biggest trigger centers um I, I really need to have a lot of awareness when I am around emotionals. I recently had my mom here for two weeks and also my father-in-law, who is also an emotional, he was, he was also here during part of the time while she was here. And I'm, I don't have any emotionals in my house. Um, so that I live with and it's when I'm, when I be, I'm around emotionals for long periods of time it feels like there's like a weight in my body. And I've always felt this way my entire life. And I never really understood what that was. And it, and it was because there, it's almost like this foreign energy when you have an open center of this foreign energy enters your body. And it's really learning what what is this here to teach me? Each center, it's really important to almost look at look at them as little schools. These are little energy schools that are really helping us understand what humanity is. Now, if you're if you have a white center, but it it has gates coming from it, but it's not reaching the other side of a center, meaning it doesn't have a full channel, it's not lighting up the opposite center. And it's just a, uh, a line that's running halfway through. This means that you have an undefined center, meaning you have uh, frequencies that are running through the center, but they don't have a fixed pattern. When you have a full channel, you have a fixed way in which this energy is being emitted from you and you are receiving energy as well. And it's really important that if you have an undefined center, that you understand what the other side of those gates are so that when you connect to other people in your life, you might find that these people actually merge these gates, these hanging gates for you. And that is when you really receive the true wisdom of what these hanging gates are here to offer you. Now, if you have a defined center, meaning that it is colored in, this is where um, you will see color in your chart. And the centers that are filled in or colored in are what make up our defined centers and what make up, make us an individual. This is, this is exactly who you are and the mechanics and this fixed part of you that is reliable and also dependable. You can always come back to this place. And that's why it's really important that you do understand the specific channel or channels that complete your authority, that make your authority who you are and understanding when I, when I pull from this frequency, it's really allowing me to make the best decisions for myself. And when I do readings, that's one thing that I, I, I really touch on is what are these underlying themes of these gates and channels within your authority center so that you can actually see it playing out in real life and you can integrate this information so that you can then allow yourself to have a lot more grace and ease in your life. Um, Leah, before I get started, we start at the root center. It's always great to start at the bottom where the energy is actually coming in from. Do you have anything that you would like to say on the centers in human design? 
No, I think you covered it all. I'm ready to get jump jump right in. All right, cool. So let's start at the root center. That's the um, bottom box if you're looking at your body graph right now. And if your um, if your root center is colored in, this means that it is defined in you. So if it's brown, if that little box at the bottom is brown, you have a defined root, you have a, a consistent way in which you um, feel pressure and in which you pressure yourself. Um, if it is open or undefined, this means that you have an inconsistent way in which you experience pressure. And you're really here to learn what it actually means to be free. And I go into a little bit more detail in our manual with that, if you are interested. So this center, um, if it's if it's brown and defined or white to indicate that it's open or undefined. And like I said, it's, it's this pressure, this pulse, it either gets turned on or it gets turned off. Think of it as it's connected to this material world, which in Kabbalah, we like to say the Mahut. And this is an area that pressures you towards deadlines. It can show up as stress. It can show up as worry. It can show up as depression. It, it's it's also an adrenaline. So if you are a, um, what we like to call in human design, like an energy projector, this means that you have a defined root, but you have an open or undefined sacral. So that box right above the root, if it's colored in red, that means that you are a generator or a manifesting generator. And if it is open or undefined, you are either a projector, a reflector, or a manifester. So it's really important that if you have the center open or undefined, that you allow yourself to ride the pressures of other people's deadlines. And that for myself and Leah, we both have undefined roots. And for what we do with, with our business, we make sure that we have guidelines, but we don't have deadlines. Because when we give ourselves deadlines, that's usually when both of us are operating either as for myself, a manifesting generator, or Leah, um, a manifester or a generator. And it's really important that we both allow ourselves that space. And if you if you're open or undefined, you allow yourself that space so that you can create and not feel the pressure to get things done. And for, if you're defined, you're really good at pressure pressuring yourself to get things done. You don't really feel the pressure from the outside world so much. You kind of know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. And it's just really important that you're also watching the way you affect other people because there are a lot of people that have open and undefined roots that when you come into their aura, they might feel that adrenaline and they can end up getting, if they're open or undefined, adrenaline fatigue. And you could have burnout. This is really where a lot of burnout can happen between the root and also in the sacral. So let's go ahead and move to the sacral and Leah, I'll let you talk about that place. Awesome. Okay. So the sacral center, like Crystal said, is the are the internal engine that we have and this is just for generators and manifesting generators it's basically like this life force energy that is that could if it's defined and um colored in then it's it's like this energy that's the consistent energy that we have to kind of um <clears throat> excuse me 
show up as uh, energetically moving us forward. And we have this like push, this desire to create, to work. It's also around um, sexuality and fertility. So there's a huge amount of energy there. Um, so you, if you have it undefined, it is an inconsistent frequency. It's an inconsistent energy that you have. And um, you can also be prone to burnout and overworking. And you don't really know when to turn it off. You don't know when to stop. Um, so for a personal example myself, I will try and push through. Um, I have an undefined sacral center. I will try and push through and... Uh, try and get stuff done because even though I'm tired, I know I need to get things done. It doesn't matter. I need to show up. I need to push harder. I need to burn out. I need to push past the burnout. And that's really incorrect for me to do. It's more important for me to allow myself the rest when I need it because I have that inconsistent energy. I, yes, I can tap into that when I need it. And I can kind of work with people who have that sacral energy like Crystal um, and others. But I also need to remember that it's okay for me to rest and to take that time when I need a break, um, because that can lead to a great amount of burnout. And um, the sacral center, if you have it defined, an important question to ask yourself or someone that you know, is to ask them with a yes or no question. So it's often that you can um, ask people questions and it has too many answers and you're not really sure how to how to work through it what a sacral being will need it's important for them to have the yes or no question so their body their physical body is like going toward it or away from it or they say uh-huh or uh-uh or it's a yes or a no and it's a very um it's a known, like you have this, this very clear answer if the question is correct. So it, you kind of have like this knowing that um, your body is saying, yes, I want to do this or no, I don't want to do this. And if it's confused, then you need to ask the question in a different way. Um, so as for um, kids, it's kind of, I feel like for children, especially like it's important to ask them yes or no questions. So you can kind of start to engage them. And so they know that is a yes or no question that they can answer. And it kind of helps them tap into that energy, tap into that power that they have so that they know what is the right thing, to, what is the right thing my body is uh, doing and how to honor that energy, how to honor their confidence, especially. Um, and then for non-sacral beings to really allow them to rest. And if you're a non-sacral, you definitely um, aren't lazy. Uh, that's a very, really important thing to remember is that you're not lazy. You'd have, you have the, as much creativity, but not necessarily the push and the consistent energy um, to just go, go, go. And if you do have the defined cycle, you can burn out too, because if you're doing something that's not correct for you and you're trying to push past that no, because you feel like you need to do something else, that's also important for you to take that rest. So it's not like you have a sacred defined sacral and you're not supposed to rest ever. It's that you have to really listen to that energy. What is it saying to me? What is it push? What am I trying to push past? Um, or is this correct? And you can kind of reassess that situation um, so that you can, uh, come back to you, come back to your body, come back to yourself so that you know what is correct or not. And Crystal, I don't know if you want to add anything to that since you are a defined sacral. I was just going to say that this is, um, I don't remember if you used the word desire, but this is 
really a desire center. We really have two desire centers, um, the sacral and also the heart. The desire for the heart is a little bit different. So when we get there, we'll talk about that. But this is really um, a desire um, from an energetic place of, of, of fuel. Like what actually fuels your being is something that a um, generator needs to ask themselves. What actually fuels my body? What actually provides energy for me? Because the sacral is your engine. This is, this is the, the life force, creative life force energy that is moving us through this world. And it's really, really, really important that whether you're defined or undefined, you ask yourself, what life's work do I actually want to do in this world? And really allow yourself to move towards that instead of doing work that doesn't feel good to you. And you're just doing it because you, because you've been conditioned to, which can happen on both the, um, the, the, the sacral and also the nine, the non-sacral beings. And for children, I have a, um, a manifestor child. And then I also have a generator and, I learned very quickly that my generator really understands what yes or no means before he was even talking. He would just literally shake his head yes or shake his head no. And it's super fascinating because my manifestor, who's my oldest child, he did not do any of this. I would ask him questions and he would just look at me with this this blank stare on his face and I would, as a generator... Um, and I was fortunate enough to find human design when he was about a year and a half old. So I started um, implementing his design um, relatively early on. But for a while, when he, um, because he has an undefined sacral, um, I was very confused when I would ask him questions and he would just look at me like a blank stare. And I, I joke with Leah a lot because she's also non-sacral. She's a projector. And I joke with her that it's almost like the oven needs to like heat up before, <laughs> before that little ding or that little buzzer can go off. For you guys to actually respond because this is where response comes from from the sacral so it's it's just it's it's honestly comical i find human design comical i i i text leah human design jokes all day long um i should probably share them more with you <laughs> with you guys on instagram um but it's 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 really interesting when you start watching these centers and the way the mechanics kind of play out in real life and it's we're kind of in we're kind of in a little bit of a cosmic joke. I like, like just, it's, it's really funny to watch um, energy play out in real life. So I just wanted to uh, touch on that. Is there anything else that she wanted to say on the sacral Leah? No, I don't think so. Okay. So let's move on to the solar plexus, which is one of my favorite centers because it is one of my hardest, <laughs> hardest centers since I, I, I just talked about earlier that I have a completely open solar plexus. So the solar plexus, and I also want to note here that the solar plexus, and we're, I, I really want you to pay attention for the next six-ish years, so like around 2027 when the solar plexus mutation will reach its mutation so to speak that is that is what's coming in 2027 that is what every everything that's happening and everything that's playing out right now in the world it all has to do with this solar plexus mutation and we are going to be processing and experiencing emotionals 
emotionals. I'm sorry. We are going to be probably experiencing emotionals a little bit differently in the future, but we are going to be experiencing emotions and what they mean for ourselves and the way we see the other um, very differently in the future. And we, we are really coming into a wisdom of this. And this is a, a awareness center as well as a motor. So let me explain to you where the solar plexus is. So we have the, we just talked about the root. That's the brown box at the, the bottom, or it'll be white if you're open or undefined. And then we just talked about the sacral, which is that red box or white box that's right above the brown box. And if you go to the right of that, that little triangle that's pointing inwards, that is the solar plexus. So um, if you are defined, it's going to be colored in brown. And this is what is going to make you an emotional. This is a motor as well as an awareness center. And it is connected to the breath. It is connected to sensitivity. It is connected to emoting. It is connected to pain. And it is connected to pleasure. All of those elements live within the center. And all, um, if you have this defined, which there's 50% of the world that have the center defined and 50% of the world that does not have this defined and they're um, considered non-emotionals or you're an emotional if this is defined. And no matter what type you are, if you have the center defined, you will automatically be an emotional. And I feel like that should really stress here how pressing the center is and how dominant the center is. If you have an open solar plexus such as myself and you enter into the aura of an emotional, they will immediate, immediately dominate you. Immediately their energy is dominating you. And this is a very strong force of energy that's moving within our body. If you're an emotional, you have this chemistry that's moving within you that needs to come into this sort of alignment, this sort of balance within your sense of self to have this clarity within your body to be making the correct decisions for yourself. If you are defined, this is your authority. And it's really important that we start understanding that all emotions are our energy in motion. And what often happens through life and when we go through traumas is that this the, this energy this that's moving through us, we we stop it. We stop it within our bodies. And when this happens for an emotional, I've watched so many emotionals and I've really, um, because this is a wisdom center for me, because I have it, I'm an uh, uh, open, open solar plexus. I'm really able to talk to emotionals about their emotions because I feel them on the deepest level because it's open. I am amplifying the emotions of others and it's taken me years to really understand what emotions mean. And because I have an open solar plexus, oftentimes when it enters into my body, this energy, it, it's confusing. Um, I like to say that if you're open here, that you are not tall enough to ride this ride. You can go and you can sit on the roller coaster. You can put your hands up in the air. You can pretend to take pictures. But right before that ride's about to start, you need to jump off. Because if you stay on that ride, you will, I mean, you know what I'm talking about if you have an open or undefined solar plexus. You will go into a place of depth that your body is not um, equipped to deal with. And um, we can also become very avoidant of our emotions if we are open here. So really allow yourself if you are open to space. If you're around emotionals a lot or you live with an emotional and you're open here, really allow yourself time at the end of the, your day so that you can be by yourself. And if you are emotional, 
really allow yourself to watch the um the moon the the cycles of the moon um because as the moon goes through all of the gates within a month, the way in which you process information and the way you, in which you reach clarity is going to change and it's going to shift. And it's really important that you will, you watch yourself when you're in your, your highs and your lows. So I'll pass it over to you, Leah, to talk about the spleen. Yeah, I will say just to say from personal experience with living with two emotionals, um, both my husband and my daughter are emotionals and my youngest daughter, my oldest daughter is not. So her and I are non-emotionals. And I was just witnessing a roller coaster in my house as my youngest was on her roller coaster wave. And I was like, I'm not joining you. I'm not going on that thing. I don't, I don't have any place. I don't have a seat there. And I sat on the stairs after I finally got her to bed and I just sat there. I'm like, I just need like two minutes. I just need two minutes. And Crystal was like, well, you got two minutes until this call. So it was like, I, I'm learning more and more to not, not, get on that ride um, to allow her her to process those emotions because being young, she doesn't really know what they are anyway. Um, but it's important for me not to get on there because I amplify that. And so if we're both on that ride, it's higher roller coaster than it was if she were just to go on it and then come down. So I think that's something that I've really, it's helped me parent unemotional um, and also allow, you know, them to just kind of work through that because they, they help me see that it's okay to express my emotions and that's something that I'm working on too so that's just my uh, my little personal <laughs> experience so the next center is the spleen and the spleen is opposite of the solar plexus so it's on the left hand side also a brown triangle if it is defined and a white triangle if, if it is not defined and the spleen is the uh, center of fear and intuition. It's also our immune system, our values, our health and well-being. And there is a lot of survival and instinct in this center. It is one of the oldest centers. So it's like the fear, the fight or flight mode. And um, it is probably one of the hardest ones to tap into if you have a splenic um, authority like I do. It is more about what feels good for you. It is kind of like a little whisper, like a butterfly, um, like a little moment that doesn't ever come a second time. That's like, oh, I should do that. Or, oh, yes, that feels good. Or, no, that doesn't feel good. Like a full body um, alert kind of that tells you if this is something that is correct or not. And it's one of, the, I find that it's hard for me to um, explain how it really feels in my body um, because it is such a, um, a faint whisper. I think when when I know that there's something that is really incorrect for me and I need to say no to that thing, I do, I get like a full reaction to that. And it is something that I'm learning to uh, listen to more. And it's definitely something that I'm allowing myself to listen to and to give myself space. Um, and when I have like a hit or something, like if I'm feeling like this is something that I need to talk about or um, say yes or no to, um, then I do write it down or I say it out loud and allow myself to do that. There's also a lot of like the health behind that. So like if you're not listening to this center, your body is going to tell you. It's going to have a lot of um, 
because it is your immune system, it's going to slowly tell you if you're not listening to your, your system, to your yes or no, not your yes or no, I'm sorry, not those whispers, but you're not allowing yourself to feel how sensitive the center is, um, then it's going to kind of work for you. Your body is going to tell you when something is occurring. And um, if it doesn't, uh, not if it doesn't, if it's like, what am I trying to say? If we're not allowing ourselves to listen to this center, um, if it's defined, then your body is going to eventually tell you when you are taking the wrong steps toward the wrong thing. So if you're not listening to yourself, if you're not listening to the center, it's really going to come up for you. It's going to tell you um, <clears throat> when you're not listening. Um, for undefined spleens, so if your spleen is not, if it is white, then um, this is amplified. So you are really magnifying the fears of others and the fears of yourself um, because it is a, a center that's going to start showing others, it's going to start showing you when um, things are getting really overwhelmed. It's going to be like, this is a, it's like almost like you're in, in quicksand or in like cement. You're kind of stuck there. You're in this really fearful spot and it's actually going to amplify that for other people as well. So if you find that um, because you are an undefined spleen, um, maybe it's something that's important for you is to allow yourself to talk through that and um, don't, I feel like I'm just like losing all of my words tonight. <laughs> Is that is this a Mercury retrograde thing that's happening right now? Um, don't allow yourself to, uh, you can feel into the fear, but don't allow it to paralyze you completely because you can realize that you've also um, amplified other people's fears. And so you kind of allow others to see, okay, this is something that is like, like a, a cyber tooth tiger is coming after me, or this is just something that's really like a fearful moment for me. This is something that I'm nervous about. So it's like allowing you to kind of see this for other people and not for yourself necessarily, but just paying close attention to your body and how you understand when facing your fear is something that's, um, you know, a survival mode, like a true survival mode, or if it's something that um, you can overcome because you're, you're really, you're a really intuitive being too, if you have this um, center undefined if it's white. And um, let's see, I don't know if I was going to say anything else about that. Or if you want to com complete anything else for me, Crystal, I feel like I was just kind of like flopping around with my words for a minute there. I didn't know if I should come in at all. I wanted I wanted to let you just like get it out. But I know I was trying to get them all the words. You got it. <laughs> Go ahead and add whatever you feel like. I you know, it's it's Go ahead. I'm, I try to make sure that I like try and say all the things, but sometimes when I'm like I, I feel it too with my defined spleen. I'm like, "Okay, am I doing this? Am I doing this right?" <laughs> yeah, and I feel like with with this with the fear part of the spleen, it's really important that you all you look at it as fear. And this is also going to be um, an awareness that we're really coming into is that all fear really is 
is an awareness. This is also an awareness center. And if we allow ourselves to feel this heightened sense that's coming from ourselves, right, that we can then not be so fearful of this unknown factor, because that's all that fear really is, is, is the unknown. And unless there, again, unless Leah Helio was talking about it, if there's a saber tooth tiger coming after you, that's a different type of fear. We, our bodies, um, or really our minds confuse fear with meaning something new, something that can be a little bit scary, right? With that, it's going to kill us because this is where our feel-good center is. This is where our immune system is. And I would say if you're an open or undefined spleen, be very aware of when you're starting to get sick or skin issues. A lot of skin issues can also live here in the spleen. And I, I, I really try to go into depth with people that have open undefined re, um, spleens during readings because um, this is a place of also codependency. So just have a lot of awareness for when you're um, having these jolts come up. And with me having a defined spleen, I, I, can, I can speak on what it feels like in my body because I, I actually, this is... Um, my first alert to the direction that I'm supposed to take and to decision making. And for me, it really feels like this tingling sensation within my body. And usually because this is also part of my bridge, um, bridge gate, if you have a split definition and if you're like, what are you talking about with split definition? I invite you one to get the manual and two to go listen to our um, podcast um, episode on relationships. So if you would like that link to relationships, um, DM Leah the word relationships, because if you are split definition, it's really important to see which hanging gates are connecting to these centers. And sometimes the center that connects this hanging gate to is actually defined. And so I have this gate I have the center defined as well as my heart center defined and both of those places bridge my hanging gates. And so what often happens is, is for me, when I am bridging this gate, I will see the future. I will see parts of my future and it feels like in my body, this tingling sensation that's rising within me, but because this is not my authority center, it's really important that, that I then wait for my sacral to catch up to my spleen and see if they are speaking um, a similar message. And if they are speaking a similar message, then I know that um, the next steps are going to be correct for me. So just to give a little bit more um, feedback on what the spleen looks like. So let's go ahead and move over to the heart center, um, which is a really fun center because, again, this is my center that br um, bridges my um, my split. I have two splits, and one of them comes from my uh, G center to my heart, and then the other one from my G center to my spleen. So what this actually tells me is that who I am and my identity and my love for myself is going to be a huge lesson for me this life. And um, I like to speak to people on their purpose and the direction that they're really heading in because it's really important that we allow ourselves to see these next steps that we're going in, especially right now in the world, it's a little bit scary. So if you're looking at your body graph right now, your human design chart, 
you will notice a little triangle, a little tiny triangle that's kind of above um, the solar plexus. And it's either going to be colored in red if you're defined, which is only about 35% of the population of people that have defined hearts. So it's rare, um, which Lee and I both have. So it's interesting for us to be together and um, be both having a defined heart. And if you are white, that means that you're either open or undefined. And this is the this is the um, heart center. This is uh, the driving force. This is our willpower. This is our ego. Um, this is an energy center that creates the will to survive, to commit, to communicate, and to really um, build bonds in the world. This is really about um, trust. This, this center is really about trust. And it's really interesting. Um, when I listen to Ra's classes, when he talks about the heart center, and I, I want to note here that he, he had a defined heart, the founder of human design. And he would say that for people that have open, undefined hearts, that you can't trust them. That And the reason why he says that is because people that have open or undefined hearts, they actually oftentimes don't trust themselves. Because what actually lives in the center is self-worth. And it is really about the commitment to self. And this is something that I like to explain to people that have open or undefined hearts, is that you are not here to prove anything to anyone you are really here to make the commitment back to self. That is what the, the wisdom that the open undefined heart is here to learn is how to commit to, to myself. Because what often happens with an open undefined heart is they will overcommit to things. And then when it comes down to that time for them to do it, all of a sudden they don't have the energy to do it. This, this is like almost like this little extra jetpack that's sitting on your back. And um, sometimes it needs to be filled up if you're open or undefined. And sometimes it needs to be released if you are defined. And it's really, really important that anybody that has this center um, defined, that they, they watch that they're not committing just to commit. Because uh, because you can push through anything if you have a defined will center, you can literally push through and then you'll end up on the floor <laughs> after you push through. Leah knows what I'm talking about because she has a defined heart center and then the undefined sacral. So oftentimes it's 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 you're you're pushing through because you know that you can get to the other side. You have that drive. This is somebody that's highly motivated if they have a defined. Um, well center and what the undefined open open heart is really here to do is teach people how to motivate themselves because they've learned throughout their entire life what motivation actually means and this is also where desire lives and it's really almost like a child that's reaching out with um, an open hand and it's really important that the heart center knows what it wants it knows what it wants and it's going to take some time if you're open or undefined and it's really important that you fill other people's cups up before um really it's like you have to fill up your cup but at the same time there has to be a balance and what often happens is a lot of open or undefined hearts will 
take, 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 trying to fill up their heart. But what they're actually taking is not actually what they want. So to my open undefined hearts, because I know you're out there, find out what you actually want in life. Not what your parents told you that you want, not what society told you that you want, but what do you actually want? And once you know what you want, understand that you have that dream to actually be fulfilled. If you, if it's, if you, if you can see it within you, you're able to fulfill it. And it's really about allowing yourself to find the right people that are surrounding you that are telling you, go out there and get it. Because if you don't have the right people in your corner with an open, undefined heart, you'll never believe in yourself. So that's my little spiel on the heart. And I will pass it over to you, Leah, to talk about the mutation of the heart center, which is the G center. All right, cool. So we're moving on up. Um, the next center is the G center. And this, if it's in your, well, where it's in your chart is the in the center. It's the diamond. If it is defined, it is yellow. And if it's undefined, it is white. Um, so the G center is about love and identity and direction. And this is a really, really powerful center um, because it's, it's the, the center of the body graph. It's there's the place called the magnetic monopole, which goes really deep into the human design uh, system. But it is where um, basically it takes up it's in the G center and it's described as like the illusion of separateness. And it's kind of what separates us from searching for love in one form or another and experiencing that. And the G center is um, also associated with the liver and the blood and the blood and the organs of the body. And it really is like carrying all of the, the ways to process all of that and information and energy. And when it comes through, it comes into our body and then it leaves our body. And it's the energy center that is magnetic and it only comes in the one direction. So the G center is um, a really, really powerful place that, um, I don't know if I said this, it represents love and purpose and direction. And it is about identity, about togetherness, about spirituality. And you, if you have it um, undefined, which is white, you are kind of like a chameleon to the people around you. You'll find that, um, you know, that you, you might say that person's just like me. They're just like me. And they're, it's really that you're just... Um, kind of like a mirror to the other person and you're amplifying or reflecting the energy of the people around you and um, the the most important for a person that has an open or undefined g-center is your environment and that is because if you find that you're in the wrong environment then the people around you are incorrect as well um, but you can take the people and be in a different environment, a correct environment, and those will be the correct people. Um, so taking into consideration that um, environment is really powerful here, you need to understand also that um, 
the undefined G center really needs some independence. It needs space from others so that you can really find out who you are. And because you're not other people, you're not, um, you know, your friends, you're not the other, your loved ones, you're not who the other people say you are. You are just a reflection of those who are around you. It's kind of like you're borrowing an identity or a direction from other people. So if you find that you don't feel like you have direction, like you don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do in my life. I, I feel like I need to do what this person tells me to. As an undefined G center, it's important for you to take the time for yourself to figure out, um, what it is that I want to do, um, not picking up on what other people tell you to do, similar to the heart center, um, because this is it's a it's really influenced by other people's um, opinions, and it's very can be really really conditioned by others, um, because you know you're just going to go and do what they say to do. You're just going to go and like behave how others are behaving because you're undefined. So you kind of allow all of those things to really change you, to influence you, to define you. And really that is not the things that define you. You are actually um, meant to be able to ask yourself, like, what direction do I want to take? That's really going to bring me back to love, to bring me back to myself. And um, also allowing yourself to know that like, you're not you don't have to try and do what everyone else is doing. You don't need to figure out your direction based on other people's because um, you'll find it yourself. And that's, you know, having an undefined G center, you don't need to have that. Um, and it helps us really understand ourselves. I say us as a defined G center, um, allowing yourself to know, who you are like as as a defined g center you know who you are you know your identity um it's more consistent in a way that's like um really unique and an individual and that can separate us from other people so even if we don't have like a conscious awareness of this it really is um, kind of cool to know that like you do have that direction. And I also want you to know too, like if you don't have this center defined, it doesn't make you any less than anybody else. We are all individuals. We can all exist here in this world together um, because it's kind of like this harmony of needing, uh, of knowing your direction, of knowing your identity, of knowing who you are, spiritual and love. Um, and it allows us to kind of to teach others who they are and to use their energy of their own um, to find their own sense of um, direction. So a common problem for um, people who have a defined G-Center is not relying on this authority and just expecting everybody else to go where you're going and expecting everyone else to do what you're doing because you have the awareness of it. And so you, you think that everybody else is just going to, you know, know what to do. And it's easy for us to say, well, just figure it out, you know, figure it out, undefined G-Center, when that's not really what we should be doing. We, we do have that fixed identity, um, but we shouldn't be trying to portray that onto others. So um, it's important for you to 
really just just show up in in confidence and know that you can lead others without needing to be invited in on that. Um, but don't forget that everybody else is not designed to do the same thing as you, because it's important for you to understand that everyone needs to find their own direction. Um, even if they don't have like a huge grasp on that, especially if you're early in your um, design experiment and you're just learning about this G Center, um, it's going to be hard for you to kind of step away from other people's paths because you've been kind of conditioned to be that way. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's all. I don't know if you have anything else to add, Crystal. I'm always going to ask you. <laughs> I feel like you you pretty much talked about everything, and um, yeah, that was that was great. Um, and yeah, if you're, if you're open or undefined in any of these centers, this is where all of your conditioning sits. This is where you try to be everything that it, we've been conditioned by society to be everything and everyone, um, and a certain way, a certain, we all have to fit into this homogenized box. And it's really important that we allow ourselves to create space for these open centers, these open or undefined centers and create space for them so that we can actually see the beauty and the wisdom that lying within them. So we only have a few centers left. And I just want to also add here, I know we're talking about a lot here. And if at any point in time, you're like, I really want to understand this deeper, we do have um, images that Leah created for this for our manual, as well as full descriptions with integrations in them for um, to make it a lot easier, because I know a lot of this information can be a little bit dense and a lot to handle. So just know that this is you don't have to get it all just here right now. So we do have the throat center. That's the next one to talk about. And this is the uh, square that's sitting at the neck of the body graph. And it is going to be colored in brown if it's defined. And it'll be white if it's open or undefined. And Ra, the founder of human design, like to say that all roads lead to Rome, meaning that if you look at all of the lines, all of the gates and channels that are coming from the human design body graph, they're all pointing and trying to reach for the throat center. Because the throat center is actually where we manifest from. This is where manifestation lives. This is why if you have a defined throat um, that's connecting to either the sacral or um, the spleen or the solar plexus that you have that you're you, you have this um manifestor quality energy running through you um and it was funny i have a completely open throat and the other day i was i was in the not south with my throat and i remember leah said to me <laughs> um why don't I, why don't I feel that way about this? And I was like, because you have a defined throat <laughs> and it's, you, you're not, you're not experiencing um, the energy that I'm feeling right now through, through you, because you almost, you have a filter, you have a buffer anywhere where you're, you're, you're defined, you're, you're fixed in that way of you seeing things and to have an undefined or open throat is extremely rare um, because there's a lot of, um, gates and channels that are coming from that center. So this is the place where we communicate. This is the place where we express. 
This is where expression lives. This is where materialization lives. And this is really the meta metamorphosis unfolding um, that's leading us towards our creation. And it's really important that you you look at the gates and channels that you have within in this center so you can see the ways in which you communicate, you express, that you can really tap into these frequencies because that's what's going to actually help you manifest. Now, if you are open or undefined, it's really important that you align to people that you um, that you trust, that 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 support you that have defined throats that are either a manifest or a manifesting generator, because I've come up with a um, personal way for myself to create and manifest in this world as an open undefined throat through connecting to um, other manifestors and manifesting generators that believe in me. So, um, and if you want more information on that, um, don't hesitate to DM me and or book a reading so we can have a further conversation about it. I, I've been reading recently for a lot of open and undefined um, throats and there's always um, tears that well and an open undefined throats eyes because we really see um, the truth. We really, this is where truth lives in the throat center. And it's really important that um, open undefined throats realize that they're here to speak universal truth for the world. So um, it's, 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 it's a really important center to really understand all of the energetics that are running through to reach that place, because this is really how you're going to materialize in the world. So I will pass it over to you, Leah, to talk about our second to last center, which is the Ajna Mind Center, where we have been conditioned the most. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's the Ajna. This is the second triangle down from the top. Um, and if it is defined, it is green. And if it is undefined or open, it is white. And the Ajna is uh, the knowing center, the understanding center. It is where we have mental consciousness conceptualizing and interpreting answers and forming opinions and theories. And it is really, it's actually because it's near it's the mind it's not meant really to make decisions um, but it's more of like the passenger of the vehicle that we're in to kind of decipher the information that we're collecting and communicating so it kind of can help you form opinions of things and um, as a defined center and it can show you all sides of things if it is undefined and um, I was trying to think of like ways that I can express this because I have a defined Ajna center. So I don't really have like the, um, I guess I don't really, I, I form opinions about things, but I don't necessarily communicate them the, the best. Um, and I don't have a lot, I don't, uh, have like this mental pressure to kind of figure everything out. So it's sort of like, um, I have an awareness that there's a lot of things around me. There's a lot of, um, you know, mental chatter. There's also a lot of, you know, outside resources that are coming in. And I kind of process through those, I think, in a way that I can make it form opinions. Um, but I also need to recognize that I can communicate those outwardly. And I think that's something that I am learning how to do. And as I'm learning more about this center, I feel like it's, um, it's something that I'm, uh, I'm still learning about. And I'm probably 
I don't know. I hope that I don't want to say too much, too much, too many things that are, I don't want to say anything that's incorrect here. So I'm, I'm just going to kind of say as much as I know, Crystal, and then you can kind of piggyback onto the end of it. Um, but this Ajna Center, where we are always thinking about stuff, we are always processing information, um, but I don't feel like I'm like sitting on it constantly. Um, so I can, I do like to have people prompt me to ask questions or prompt me to use this center to kind of like organize information in a way that um, I can form opinions because I often will try and avoid doing that. And I think that might be some conditioning in there because I try to avoid having any sort of opinion at all. Um, so it's really, plexus. yeah, I think that might be it too. So there's like all the things that are kind of like talking to each other. Um, and if you have the Ajna and the throat defined, it is, um, a way that you can kind of speak your mind. So it's as the Ajna goes to the throat, it is kind of that, um, ability to kind of like speak it out and to speak your mind and to speak through um, those centers. And um, people who have this defined can be a little bit headstrong. I have a lot of um, stubborn qualities in my astrology chart, which I learned about recently. And I think this also paired with all of that. Um, I don't notice how I'm being stubborn and how I'm um, kind of like uh, waiting for other people to make decisions. Um, but I do do that often. Um, so the undefined Ajna Center is, um, I guess you can, you know, piggyback on this crystal, but it's it's like that the pressure to kind of figure everything out, and um, but you don't hold on to concepts or ideas or opinions as your own personal truth, um, or become like really identify or really identify with any of one of these things because you kind of have like this ability to. Um, contemplate all of the things and kind of like use this intellect as a gift sort of I'm not sure if that makes any sense or if you want to like kind of expand no, on that, that really that that honestly makes perfect sense because <laughs> it I have an undefined Ajna so it's it's almost like if you allow those questions that are constantly running through your mind, like I, I'm sure every open undefined Ajna here is like, I don't know how to turn that part of me off. But it's almost like if you allow those thoughts, because that's all this is, is thoughts. And it's really, a, a, think of this as a processing system. That's what it's here to do. It's here to filter information. It's here to review. Okay. And it's, and it's here to ha um, come to some sort of understanding. But if you are open or undefined, you are not here to form opinions. You actually are a person that can see all sides of things. You can see Joe's opinion in the corner. You can see Larry's opinion in the other corner. And it's really about trying to find some sort of neutral ground and allow yourself to also ask all these questions because after each question and when you think you get an answer, a new question is going to form. And just allow them to come to you and tell yourself that I don't need to have the answer. I don't need to have all the answers to everything. And that's one thing that I feel like I really help, um, helped myself through understanding my human design that 
when I was younger, my father has a defined Ajna. And I remember my, my guides told me when I was 16 years old, um, they came to me and said, um, I know that it feels like right now that you're, you're under this mental trap. Like my, my mind was in this like box because my father had, I had a, um, I had the 43rd gate and he has the 23rd gate. I know this might get a little bit confusing or deep here, but I remember, um, being told that when um, my mother, I saw that I saw part of my future when my mother would divorce my father, that that is when the mental trap that I was under these, this, it's almost like my mind was in like handcuffs, that that would be when I would be able to release it. And I wouldn't be stuck in this mental box. And that, and when you feel like that, if you have a defined Ajna and you feel like you're stuck in this mental box, you're trapped in a lot of conditioning. And it's really important that you then go outside and connect to nature, which will lead to my next place, which is the, the head, the head center, the crown center. Um, and that's the other triangle that's on the top of the other triangle. It's facing upwards. And this um, is going to be colored in yellow. And if it's open or undefined, this is a pressure center. So if you, if you realize this, you have pressure that's coming in from below from the root center. And it's also coming from, coming in from above from the head center. And this is a pressure to comprehend and a pressure to think. Um, so it's a, about allowing the center to help stimulate, stimulate your imagination. This is where inspiration sits. And to realize that if you are open or undefined, you are here to inspire others. That is a huge part of your mission if you are open or undefined is to realize you are inspired, you're here to inspire others and that you are here to be inspired by your outside world. And if you are defined here, realize that you're your own inspiration and you're the type of person that can go and someone can lock you in a room with a pen and a piece of paper and you could write a novel to, to this, this this, this existence that we live in, because you have all of this imagination that's already inside of you. So how do you feel about that, Leah? Because I know that you are defined in in the head. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. I think there's, um, when you and I have conversations about stuff, and you're like, well, do you ever think that? Or do you did you ever did you think about these things? I'm like, uh, (laughs) so, but I do feel like the inspiration thing is really something that is, uh, good to tap into because both for the head and the Ajna, if those are defined, I feel like we can kind of like bring those inspirations to life sort of in some way or another. Um, and I can kind of picture them being undefined as like having all of the ideas and they're kind of all there, just not really sure how to like put the pieces together. But when you connect with someone who has that, they kind of help you kind of sort that stuff out. If that makes any yes, sense. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. Like... I'm like moving my hands around and I'm putting my fingers together. I'm like, these are the ideas and like they're going together. And like someone who is defined has the ability to kind of like formulate that plan yeah. or that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I need you. I, I have, <laughs> I mean, I told, I told, I tell you all the time, people could hire me just to give them ideas. I have (laughs) the amount of idea. I have a completely open head, by the way. Uh, The amount of ideas that circulate my, my existence is, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even, (laughs) and, and realize that also that you don't have to pressure yourself 
to grab all of these ideas because that's what I used to do. And sometimes I'll find myself doing that and I'll say to Leah, like, I need, I, I, I need to just go and like sit outside <laughs> by myself for a while because there's, there's too much pressure coming from up there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as Defined Hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram, and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.